What up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Gray Zone. I'm your host, Ryan Anderson, once again, once again joined by my co-host, Mr. Kyle Ibsen. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. How's it going? How's it going? Today, we do have a special... I mean, all episodes are special to us, but today, we're finally going to talk about the Batman. The world's, Ooh, the world's yeah. greatest detective, as some call him. I wouldn't even just say the world, man. I would say he's one of the best detectives in the whole universe. The, hey, it's it's hard to argue, you know. And I know we, we and, got... and outside of the DC universe, as much of Marvel fans we are, you know, imagine if Batman existed in Marvel, dude. Oh, d- like that kind of like having that kind of detective in there. Like you got Tony Stark and everything, who's a multi-billionaire genius, you know, just like Batman and stuff like that. I know the Green Arrow, Oliver Queen, is also a multi-billionaire. Oh, not a genius on the same level, but, you know, like, got good survival instincts. But, man, like, that detective work that that guy can do. Nothing beats Batman. Nothing gets by Batman. And, like, just your excitement. Like, it's I am a Marvel guy, but the one DC dude I love is Batman. And I feel like just... You'd like a lot more DC if you understood it more in maybe, my opinion maybe but it was always batman that caught my eye ladies and gentlemen i'll get him into i'll get him into more into dc don't worry because but i'll get him into it but batman though like what why do you think batman's so popular because you look around and everything's like it's the batman like traditionally i guess it would always be like oh yeah superman's the one but something about batman that always overshadowed him in the box office and what people buy, the merchandise. I mean, we both have Batman knives, both of us. So it's kind of like, like, what, like what, what, what is it about Batman? Why do people love Batman? Well, I would say, for me, it's probably because out of all superheroes, especially, you know, big AAA class superheroes, all that, that Batman is actually probably the most realistic and the most that someone can relate to, as in, like, you know, this guy doesn't actually have any powers. He has no special abilities. He's not a super crazy genius, like, you know, like Lex Luthor status or, like, Tony Stark status, you know, that not, like, where he can invent technology that hasn't been invented. Like, you know, he's not on that level. But I feel like that he's so realistic on, like, his character... Obviously, he has to make work with what he's got. He uses tools to his advantage. Yes, a lot of people can argue that having billions of dollars at your belt, like, and billions and billions of dollars at your belt, yeah, it can help you get some pretty cool and awesome, nice stuff. I mean, the dude has the Pentagon pretty much the entire budget on his belt buckle, if you think about it. Yeah, and that's a that's a, that's a a pretty low estimate, too, on that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, but, like, it's just, like, at least for me, it's just, just everything about Batman... It's the costumes which we'll get into. It's just, it's it's no, the, it's, it's, it's the, the way he does everything. It's, it's just that he's just so fucking cool. He is. You know what I mean? Like it's just the cool factor. It's the Batmobile. It's 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 his real self self Bruce Wayne being cool. It's just it's just something about Batman where it's kind of like where you get Superman. You like, oh look at this guy. He has this red and blue spandex. Oh he's like oh he's Mr. America, like all this other stuff, even though he's an alien, but somehow and you can see he embodies America. And you can see the same thing about Captain yeah. America too from Marvel. Fuck Captain America, but, but he's, uh, not, he's not. A, but he's not an alien. Captain exactly. Not an alien. But this with Batman is it, he's dark. You know, Metropolis is all bright. No, Gotham is dark. Gotham's yeah. the hood. You know what I mean? And it's just something about, like you said, the realism. Not just the realism of the hero. But the realism of his environment, like that's where like, everything gets like shady and seedy, and there's corruption in the government and in the police force, and just everything, and it's just like he just let any of that get to him. Shit. He doesn't let any of it get. Like first of all, I always wonder. That's like that's like if we had a hero shine through right now, like say like in cities nowadays that were run by gangs, like say like Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Like Imagine where like t- gangs, all these people run this stuff, and this, and someone finally steps up who can who has. Someone of a power. Yeah, a billionaire but, out there. Maybe Elon takes Musk things can do into it. Their own maybe ends. Elon Musk can do it. He's rich. I mean, he acts like Tony Stark, but maybe he could be the Batman. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, Elon, if you're doing that, I'm all for that, and I'm also still for your engine, uh, your genetically engineered cat girls and wolf girls. Wait, what? 
I'll tell you about that later. But Elon deserves <laughs> a lot of respect for me because of that. Anyways, um, but yeah, so. Batman, I feel like it's probably because he's relatable. He's human. And he still just tries to do what's right with his with his heart, with his mind. He tries not to kill. And he's not perfect. And, and he's he knows perfect. he's not perfect. Like, we, like, he knows that he's a flawed individual yeah in a sense like he's a quote unquote he's a vigilante and he doesn't want and he's a vigilante that still has his own set of rules yeah so almost almost like he got a, he's got like a serious case of multi-personality disorder in yeah. a sense like you know because every i feel like almost every other hero kind of like talks about themselves like in the like you know in in, in the first person like you know like tony Stark, like i am iron man Yes. Or whatever. Like, the only people they don't say that stuff to are people who don't know who they are. Mm -hmm. You know, like, but it's like, you know, Batman will be talking to Rachel. You know, or Bruce Bruce Wayne will be talking to Rachel. And he'll actually still refer to himself as the Batman in a third person. I'm the Batman. You know, so he'll be like, it's just like, you know, when Christian Bale in his movies, when he was like, he's like, yeah, you know, like, we could be together, or, like, when she was saying that we could be together, all this other stuff, like, you know, when uh, Gotham doesn't need the Batman, you know, it's not when Gotham doesn't need you, it's the Batman, like, he literally is saying, like, when they, I don't need to be the second person, the second character, when I don't need to be the second thing that's completely different from me, but at the same time, it's still you, man. I mean, I guess we could dip into that, um, once we, like, talk about the Dark Knight, but maybe it was just a figure as showing that, hey... The Batman is more than just me, which I guess we kind of saw in The Dark Knight Rises with the whole, um, um, when he was like, pretty much like anyone could be the Batman, when Harvey Dent was like, I'm the Batman, you know, in a sense, like, he even he said it, like, it's more yeah, than just... Yeah, when he put on the mask. Yeah, it's more than just the person, it's, like, the mask. Kind of, kind of similar to, like, how uh, Stan Lee with Spider-Man, we always said, anyone could be Spider-Man. Yeah, you know what I mean. As, I mean, as we true. see with into the Spider Verse, but you know, and he's the motherfucker who wrote that. So, <laughs> but this is a Batman episode, so I'll be. I, I want. I do want to discuss some of the movies. Uh, well, I mean, we'll discuss a little bit of everything. You yeah. know, voice actors and animated stuff, not just shows, but also games. The games. You know, and live series. action movies. Anything yeah. from the most recent to the Adam West time period. Yeah. Rest in peace, Adam West. I mean, I feel like Adam West is for a lot of people was. You know, obviously the first on-screen introduction of Batman. You know, but for that time, it was pretty big. That's why it was like, like that was a pretty big deal for them to go into that superhero stuff. Yeah, even I, though it was the, I would have to say it was the cheesiest costume. Oh, it was. But, it was, it, but that's what they had. That's their impersonation of how they envisioned costumes yeah, at the time. Plus, it's the '60s, so it was hella cheesy. But I mean. And, but it's the I mean, cult- 60s you better be wearing bright colors yeah, the cultural impact though of it i mean even the fight scenes when you will fight and then like the zoom pow ping like how it will pop up on the screen that's stuff that they still mimic today in like shows and cartoons and stuff so like even stuff like that and just the actors that they got to play the villains from catwoman um, to um, the Riddler, like, like and we're those... not we're not talking about the standalone Catwoman yeah. movie, by the way. <clears throat> that doesn't exist. But yes, but <laughs> but it's like that show. Like I seen I seen reruns up and so you know it used to come on TV land. I'm like, yeah, this is kind of corny, but at the same time, it's fun. You know what I mean? I guess at the end of the day, sometimes like we forget it's a comic, and maybe sometimes we do overreact sometimes. Yeah. But we're fans, and that's what we do, okay? We gotta (laughs) overreact about stuff. You know, if we overreact, it's because it freaking means something to us. Exactly. So you bet I'm gonna complain if this next Batman movie sucks. But, anyway, so Adam West, TV on... TV, sorry. But when the movies, the first Batman that we saw on screen was Michael Keaton in the Tim Burton Batman movie. And it just so you guys, don't, if you don't remember, that is the one where Jack Nicholson was also the Joker, who yes. you know we talked about before in our Joker's episode, which was like our second episode of the series. But, but yeah, um, I would have to say that that was a fantastic performance. Michael Keaton did a great job, and I know a lot of you'll be like, "Wait, wait what do you mean? Like, you were talking about Michael Keaton, you know, when he's a vulture and you stuff." You were just talking but, shit about him in the last episode as vulture, man. But you know what? I told you it wasn't just anything to do with Michael Keaton. It has to do with the writing because I feel like Michael Keaton's a great actor. That being said, we're focusing on Batman. So Michael Keaton, yep, great Batman. Freaking love the dude. 
I'm actually really stoked to see him be a Batman because now he's casted again in the new Flash movie. But we'll get to that soon. But I'll have to say Michael Keaton, I think he was a great Batman. The costume was decent as well, too. Yeah, it was a solid costume for the time. I mean, the movie came out in 1989. Yeah, and honestly, when you look at the costume now, it's still not too bad. You know, they still got that more, like, leather or, like, rubber look to it. There's no nipples on it. Yeah. Um, but just the know, Batman logo looks like, so fresh and clean. Like, it was just... Honestly, it's so dope. up so nicely. And, you know... Like, with the yellow background with the black bat on it. Yeah, and like, then for, oh. for many, at least until, like, the Dark Knight series came out, that was, like, the main Batman. I mean, that was the first Batman movie I saw as a kid was that Tim Burton one. And, you know, it is Tim Burton, so it is going to be sort of outlandish and out there, too, at the same time. But it was still very like grounded and that's like one of the things i appreciated um about that movie but it was it was really fun watching it as a kid and then like seeing it now as an adult even though the movie came out to 89 despite everything it still holds its own and just everything about that movie even shout out to press he did the batman soundtrack on that that soundtrack is dope i actually have the cd it was really dope but everything about that and it was a huge film and that's just like the first inkling about how big Batman could be in the box office. Think about it. That movie came out in 1989. The TV show was in the 60s. That movie was like number one. And there was like no even any Batman on the screen. That just shows even back then how much people love Batman. Like it's just it's it's just something. And you know Jack Nicholson probably did a good beat. He's one of the greatest actors of all time, so his Joker portrayal for the longest was considered the greatest Joker of all time. And just honestly, like it's still, he's still really up there, and yeah. just like with me, with Michael Keaton, they're both still really up there. Like, if those two guys were reborn in today's society with those same skills and same, like, you know, like, acting abilities and everything, and, and played in modern day, like, in other words, like, it's, you know, obviously they're both still alive and stuff right now, yeah. but if they were like, yo, let's both subtract, like, 20 years of our lives right now and go play these same characters with... The type of technology and stuff we have now, like, can you imagine what they would do? They would win, honestly. I feel like the Jack Nicholson, like, yeah. I mean, it's hard to say that he'd beat Heath Ledger as like Joker in the live action sense, but at the same time, it's like he's pretty much almost still on his level. Well, as an actor, Jack Nicholson is probably a better actor than honestly overall. Than, yeah, than Heath Ledger. I mean, rest like, in everybody peace. knows Heath Ledger from either Batman or Broke I feel Back like Brokeback Mountain, yeah, that's a good you movie. know, or The Night's Tale. But those are like the three movies at the top of my head that I yeah. just think of Heath Ledger. And thank God when he went out, it was, uh, he left the Batman behind, you know, thank God it wasn't like, uh, Brokeback Mountain was like his last movie. Although I never saw the movie, so I can't really it's say a, that it's, it's a, it's a solid movie. I would say that. I actually, it is a good movie, yeah, but I him, haven't seen it. But. Yeah, him and Jake Gyllenhaal, another, but, another friend of the show. Dude, but, dude look, okay, okay, uh, let's actually, hold on, I know we're talking about Batman, but I want to say, make a pause real fast, so like, it's about Jake Gyllenhaal. We, it's, it's about both of them. Okay. Damn it, they both became super fucking badass villains mm-hmm. in opposite universes. Like, from that, like, if, if we gotta make more movies like that to get more badass villains, I'm all for it, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, and the, the, like, like, he's a great Mysterio versus a great Joker. Like, I'd have to say they're both, like, some of the best of all time yeah, for those roles. I would say that, and they're both were really two great actors. Yeah. Um, like, I, like I said, this is a Batman episode, but once again, I just want to say, rest in peace, Heath Ledger, you did an amazing job, you are the greatest Joker to me. And, but in terms of Batman, rest in, pe- rest in peace, Adam West, you were... You were actually a great Batman. You were like the first of your time, and you were funny and a lot of other things too. And and you no, know, honestly, that guy had a sense of humor, and I loved all of the, the cameos, all the fun stuff you did as a joke towards Batman, towards your past, towards all that, even all the way up to like Family Guy when he would still just be like, "Oh, I gotta do all this detective work and blah 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 to figure this out." Even in freaking Family Guy, it's like you know what? If Batman went psychotic and went crazy, that is actually just what Adam West ended up becoming being in the future. Yeah, exactly. so. You know, but, um, but yeah, like, so I would say, like, Michael Keaton's definitely up there. Um, well, Adam West, like, has all respect. He was the first and the first brave enough so, to the person to do it, but he still made something out, out of himself after it. Yeah, and that's two good Batmans. But unfortunately, something happened after the Tim Burton movie, Warner Brothers. They went into a, another direction. They decided not to bring back Michael Keaton, and they recasted him with Val Kimmer. And. George Clooney. I know. And now it's time. We like to get the bad out the way here in the gray zone. So it's still. Might as well, yeah. Right. So let's get the bad out the way. Those movies suck. Shout out to Jim Carrey, though. But those movies suck. 
I'm sorry. Yeah, Jim Carrey was a great Riddler. He was a great Riddler. I like that movie more than for the villains than I did for actually Batman. But the only thing is, um, when it comes to Jim, when when yeah, but the only thing is like when it comes to the Riddler. Um, and that they almost made the Riddler more like the Joker in that sense, you know? Yeah, they kind of, they kind of flipped down. Like, <laughs> they, they did, they did. And also, um, I don't know the actor's name, but he was also a pretty decent, uh, Robin. Although he was obviously a lot older. Yes. And stuff like that and everything with his parents. So, they did change that. I did like how they tried to do the special effects that movie. Oh, uh, by the way, the, the, the Batmobile, though, was pretty freaking dope. The Batmobile. Well, that the, was dope. That well, was the best part about the movie. I have a rule about French fries. It's hard to fuck up French fries. It's hard to fuck up the Batmobile. You know what I mean? Because it's like, all you got to do is design the coolest looking ride possible. And I'll be like, I love it. It's, it's kind of hard to fuck up the Batmobile. Make a, make, a, make a flying car that can't fly. You got it, bro. Exactly. But it has to be black. Exactly. It has to be black. <laughs> or, like. Or, or like in the Lego Batman movie, a very dark gray. Or a very dark gray. A very dark gray. Like, but, a, like but, a charcoal color. Like, you know, it's just like... You got to actually, by the it. way, everybody can hate me right now. I actually never saw the Lego Batman movie. I hate you. You can. Everybody can hate me for that. I just realized that. I feel like I feel like we shouldn't even have this episode right now. But I'm not doing that. I'm not going to back out at this point. We're doing this. Yes. So. And I'll be remiss, since we're talking about the bad, to not speak about the worst part of the Batman movies. And that's the Bat Nipples. Bat nipples on the costume. It's not even just the bat nipples. It's the close-up shots. We That's got close-up shots <laughs> of his ass, of his dick, of the nipples. I'm like, is this Batman or is the darkness of Showtime? It was a close-up shot. Porn. It was a close-up shot of each boob too. It's like yeah. here it is on one, tra- and then he's and then he like switches to the other. He's putting on the suit. It's like, okay, we see them. I mean, they've got to show his ass cheeks, like Homer Simpson. When he was remembering that Flanders, he was like, nothing at all. And it was just like, boo. And I'm just like, oh. What? Huh? What? Like, God, like, was the director, like, jacking off? I, I mean. Why he was saying, hell, oh, action. I, I don't know. You don't, you don't, maybe, you know, maybe it was actually a smart move. Maybe they put those on the costume so when he went to go fight villains, they go fight him, like, the, do you really, did you really put nipples in your suit? It's like, distracted you, I got you. It's like. Oh, but no, that didn't happen. But, you know, maybe that'd be smart. People would catch on quick. But, nah, or the Batman's vil- not about distracting them with nipples. I'm not going to I'm, I'm just Or the villains right. could think that Batman's just turned on by all the fighting. Oh, yeah. or, or he's just really cold outside. Oh, he's just really cold outside. <laughs> I mean, Mr. Freeze was in, one of the mov- was in the movie. You're absolutely you know right. I mean? You know what? So his presence okay. made Batman's okay. nipples hard. <laughs> so, you know, over here looking like... Like, uh, Jennifer Aniston in France, uh, she never wore the bras, and it just seemed like, oh, yeah. I said too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, we're, we're, P- we're PG-13 we're on this. A, we're PG-13 on the gray zone, even though we curse a lot of shit. Well, I mean, that, well, okay, P- PG-13 can be debatable. Uh, well, we'll say PG-17. PG-17. <laughs> PG-17, just yeah. ain't 18 yet. Yes. You know, Please all you listen fools. with an adult. Yeah. But, um, but all right, so... Uh, okay, I can agree with that. So those now, okay. So besides going into to the Batman's, what what who was what was your favorite Batman suit, like costume that we've seen on screen? I mean, you can count previews right now as something you've seen on screen too. You you can you can. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give Best you that. That's what I seen in full action was the Batman suit from the uh, the Dark Knight Rises. And I would have to say that that one's definitely one of the better ones, especially because, um, and for those of you who probably didn't notice, so they actually did change the suit from the Batman Begins to the Dark Knight Rises in the Dark Knight because in the Batman Begins, Christian Bale couldn't turn his head correct? because of how the suit went around his neck. It, so that's why he had to turn his whole entire body instead of his head. And that's why the fight scene shots were a little bit weird. So... That's why, actually, in the second movie, especially when he's talking to Fox, you know, he's like, yo, I need my suit to, like, you know, help me move around a bit more and stuff. So they they fixed that up, you know, and everything like that, you know, and they added some light finishing touches to The Dark Knight Rises, which finished it off in that sense. But it it was very minor going from The the Dark Knight to The Dark Knight Rises. But 
I would have to say that that is definitely up there as one of them. Um, I actually am a really big fan of how the Ben Affleck suit was. Which Ben Affleck suit? Okay, that's a great question. Like so, the one where he the arm, no, the armored the one, one where he the armored to, one where he fights Superman. Yes. Well, that's a cheat code. It's not a cheat code. Well, kind of. Not really, because like I'm not a fan of the Flash suit with all the freaking armor on that's it. That's just like a tank. Well, you're gonna give a guy without superpowers. Hey, go fight Batman, or sorry, go fight <laughs> Superman. Batman, can you go fight Superman? You got no powers. What are you gonna do? All right, bitch, I'm gonna suit the fuck up. I mean, come on, you can't blame the guy. On but, steroids, dude. Like, but but seriously though, okay. But you know, in the comics though, Superman actually knows that he can go rogue. That's the thing. So everybody blames Superman for going rogue. Superman knows he's vulnerable when it comes to his mental state. So in the comics, there's actually a part where, or there's several times where Superman actually goes and gives Batman kryptonite. Mm-hmm. He, he he like like Superman gives Batman his weakness because Batman's the one dude he could trust with it. When he says, "If I'm gonna go rogue, or if I'm like being mind controlled, you know, because he's Superman is you know defenseless against magic, mm-hmm. you know, or, or or so on and so forth. If anything happens where Superman is now turning on people and now be, and doing bad instead of good, he gave Batman the tools to stop him. And Batman actually creates more than just a suit of armor. He almost creates this whole entire like mech infused with kryptonite in order to fight that it's like it's like the the suit in in uh in avengers infinity war that bruce banner uses when hulk he can't buster. turn into the hulk, hulk yeah buster. no but Which exactly really built to no, fight but, the hulk no, no yeah exactly yeah. so it's like this unstoppable force meets an immovable object kind of a thing and but that was those objects only both got created because of each other so in a sense it's like that's why superman gave batman that so you can say it's a cheat code, but it was a cheat code that the developers provided to that person in order to make the full gaming experience. Well, when you explain it like that, I mean, like I'm, I say, I'm, not, I'm not arguing that. It's not but a you don't know ass. as much so, about you don't you don't know as much about DC, so I get that you didn't uh, know uh, that. Uh, no, yeah. But still, this is why you need to get more in DC, bro. Maybe one day I'll get him into the boring Green Lantern stuff too. Maybe that shit's well, great. Uh, as long as I have to write, watch the Ryan Reynolds movie. I mean, you, you, you can watch it, but purposely just to criticize it like he does. All right, all right, well, Again? No, you've already seen it? No, you're good. Yeah, I'll see it. Yeah, you've already seen it. All right, anyways. But, but I mean... But, uh, so, okay, so the Ben Affleck suit... Actually, on both parts, though, I will say. The Ben Affleck suit, the really armored one with the light-up eyes and stuff like that, I thought was really badass. I do think it's a little bit too much armor and would be too heavy for someone without any powers operating. But I feel like that's someone like Batman... You know, he's smart enough to know what he can and can't handle. Yeah, he knows his limits. And, and, but, so that, and then also without that, I think it's a great job. Now, actually, since we're on the subject, how do you feel about Ben Affleck, though, as, See, as Batman? I feel kind of disappointed because, okay. I mean, as, as we put it, like, when we do our little titles, uh, it's just, it feels like it's incomplete. Because he never really got his own movie. We got him in Batman vs. Superman. We got him in the Justice League. But we didn't get his own movie. He was supposed to write his own movie. He was literally talking about him directing his own movie. I actually was one of the few people that weren't super did you outraged. Know, did, you know he didn't, did you know he didn't want to be Batman at first? I did not know that. Yeah, so there was a whole entire thing where... Uh, this was uh, in the making of Batman vs. Superman. They actually went... I had someone or somebody or whatever... In other words, they pretty much asked uh, Ben Affleck, like, hey... Can, can you be the next Batman? And, you know, when they started, like, thinking about doing this stuff, this was, like, within, a f- like, a fresh, like, four years after the Christian Bale movies or, or five years or whatever. You know, keep in mind, I think The Dark Knight Rises was 2012. 2012. So, that's still eight years ago. So, that's after that... a four-year difference between um, The Dark Knight Rises and Donald And it probably took them three years to make that. Yeah. You know, so a year later, they go up to this dude. They're like, hey, yo, we want you to be Batman. And he probably, like, saw the Christian Bale stuff, which was phenomenal. It was like, uh, no way, I'm not going to put up with that. But, so, apparently they said, like, he said no at first. But then they're like, can you just at least, like, look at the script or, like, see the ideas that we have for Batman? And then, and just for you guys who don't know, Ben Affleck is a huge comic book nerd. If you do know Ben Affleck, you will know he is a huge comic book nerd. I mean, you even need, you just need to watch The Clerks or even Jay and Silent Bob to even understand that. And after he saw that, he was like, this seems pretty sick. I'm actually down to try out Batman. So he did that. That being said, my opinion of Ben Affleck being Batman, 
I would say, especially, I'll compare it to Christian Bale, the most recent Batman before him. So, I feel like Ben Affleck was a substantially better Bruce Wayne than Christian Bale. I liked Ben Affleck as a Bruce Wayne, with how he'd go to parties, how he talks to people, all that stuff. But, I feel like Christian Bale was actually better wearing the mask as a Batman. So I feel like Christian Bale was better as Batman, but Ben Affleck was a better Bruce Wayne. Throw them together, like if if you could, if those two guys could have a kid to make a Batman, it'd be fucking phenomenal. Well, I mean, I guess that's fair. I feel like a lot of people really didn't give Ben Affleck a chance, which because you know, remember they cast him and the internet broke pretty much. They were like, "What the fuck, Ben Affleck? No, no, we don't want this. We don't want this." And I actually think he did a pretty solid job. The movie sucked, but that's not his fault. Well, you know, no, and that's the thing. It's like when you when you look at all the uh, all the Justice League stuff or DC stuff right now, like they're getting all these good actors. Mm-hmm. They're getting the girl from Fast and Furious. They're getting the dude from Game of Thrones. I'm not even going go into the. I'm not even going to all the names right now. You guys know exactly who I'm talking about because you all know you're fans of these people. You know everything. Like again, Ezra Miller. Like oh wow, of course I said a name after I said that spiel. But yeah. the dude from Fantastic Beasts. He doesn't have a lot of reputation behind him yet. But he there's some promises. Being a waffle, as, well, especially for well someone who's really a uh, huge fan of the Flash. I'll, I'll I'll criticize that differently. Anyways, but you know they're getting all these people that are actually really. You know, pretty good actors. It's just that the the writing and producing is what's they're screwing getting up. shafted, which is why I'm disappointed. Because as you know, Ben Affleck is an Academy Award winning screenwriter. He's an Academy Award winner as far as Argo winning Best Picture. So I was really excited to see his touches on the Batman. But I guess it just got too overwhelming for him. I mean, it's at a point where he looked miserable being Batman, where they're doing the press tour and he was kind of just like all sad next to Henry Cavill. It's kind of like. Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry Cavill. Sorry, my bad. Who's now a PC Master Race user. Oh, really? Yep. Console game is still number one. <laughs> no. That's what the real homies play. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I just felt like he just got a raw deal. And then, obviously, as you guys know, he walked away. And you now we have Robert Pattinson, um, who's going to be Batman. Well, he didn't fully walk away. And that's, uh, that's something that we he, can actually he get into. He handed the script off, I guess, technically. So his his handprints when you when the movie does come out will still have his hands over it. It just won't be him in it, which is another reason why I have hope for the next Batman movie. Yeah. So my whole thing with um all of that is just like okay. So here's the thing. So for all those who aren't aware, so. In the Flash movie that is coming out, this is an episode about Batman, but in the Flash movie, you know, uh, Michael Keaton is casted as Batman, but so is Ben Affleck. They're both casted in this new movie. You know, it seems like the whole entire thing is about Flashpoint, which is the comic book version of Justice League Flashpoint, which is the Flash going back in time. Stopping his mother from dying. Who knows the Flash. All this other stuff. All this stuff happens. Bloom, it changes the future. So, in other words, what happens at Flashpoint is Barry the Flash goes back in time, stops his mom from dying, goes back to the future. He finds Batman, but Batman is not Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Batman is Thomas Wayne, a.k.a. Michael Keaton, an older Batman. A Batman we've seen that plays Batman before. I don't know if they're going to do the whole, like, him killing people, shooting with guns, stuff like that. But I think they're going to go with him being the older Batman. And then when all he fixes it or whatever, or goes back or figures shit out and goes back to Bruce Wayne being Batman, that will be Ben Affleck again. So I think they got two Batmans casted. One for the older, one for the younger, one for Bruce Wayne, one for Thomas Wayne Batman. And now... Mixing all this up into one, and because they're now introducing the fact that the Flash can travel in time, go to different multiverses, and all this other stuff, they can have the Robert Pattinson Batman, the Michael Keaton Batman, the Ben Affleck Batman, any other freaking Batman you could think of all coming into one. And I went on a similar rant about the Spider-Man shit the other the, the other podcast, you know? With them bringing in Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, all those all into one, so... Believe it or not, they could be going in 
to meshing all this shit together. So regardless of who you hate, who you love, we might even see them all together on the big screen one day. What? If, and I don't, I actually don't think that that was their plan at all. But because of how much they screwed up some stuff, this is the only way they could fix it. Is just to say there's like it, it belongs to a different multiverse or timeline. By say some stuff, he means all of it. Because if they have a for DC, no, because <laughs> if they have an extended universe with two Batmans and they gotta cast a, and they bring it back in Ben Affleck while still having Robert Pattinson, kind of does lead to the whole multiverse thing. You know what I mean? It's just the feeling is is that. Ursa Miller's Barry Allen is in one universe. He's already in the Ben Affleck universe of Batman, but going forward, we know it's going to be the Robert Pattinson universe. So you have to find a way to fix that. So if you have him, the Ben Affleck Batman slash Bruce Wayne in this one, there has to be some sort of crossover there. So are we and still going to... But here's the thing. So in the But in the show, The Flash, they actually had a crossover with that Barry Allen who is by Grant Gustin. And I don't know if you guys know Grant Gustin, but that dude was from that show Glee. The singing musical show. Good show season one was. Then he is now Barry Allen, but they had him meet himself, Barry Allen, Barry Allen, but it was the Flash Barry Allen, but not him, him. It was the Ezra Miller Barry Allen for one little cameo. I think it was like a minute and 30 seconds or whatever in the show, but they cross even the show's universes to the actual movie's universe. So... You know what would be interesting? Because, you know, Gotham is also incorporated... The show Gotham is incorporated into The Flash. Mm-hmm. Or in the whole DC Universe. Great show, by the way, is, is Gotham. It's yeah, really but good. here's the thing. It is a great show. A lot, actually, believe it or not, DC, you're doing actually the show is pretty good. Yeah, your TV shows. I'll, I always say your TV shows are solid. It's just that Warner Brothers getting in the way of their movies. Exactly. But the thing is, so, there's that happening. But I would like to see Ben Affleck become Batman permanently in the shows. Because I think he's pretty decent and he could have a lot to ask for. No, he wouldn't be the main character in Gotham. There's not going to be a main Batman in this stuff. But if you're going to actually introduce Batman in these shows, you might as well get Ben Affleck, someone who's who can do shows, like do cameos, do all this other stuff, but also still do his own thing. Show up and do this. I think that's actually the way to go now. I don't actually think that they're going to do that. There's nothing I've read or seen that. I just think it'd be interesting. But, you know, they're now tying in the shows with the movies. And they could go anywhere at this point because of the whole multiverse, timeline theory, all that stuff. And that's if this is true. You know, we haven't seen this. This movie hasn't came out yet. It it hasn't came out. I mean, we just have little glimpses. I mean, I believe that. Did you see that the the Michael Keaton suit, though? for 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 the Flash? I have. It looks... I mean, it's still revamped and new. Yeah. But it's got that OG logo that, that, OG he, logo. Wore, that yeah. he wore, dude. And I was so stuck I to wonder, see that. I mean, I was, uh, wonder if he's going to end up in 1989. I mean, how old is Barry Allen? You will know. How old is he? Okay, that's actually a hard answer. Like, he's like in his 20s. Like, in the sh- Okay, in in the show, in the show, no, in the okay, looks like he's like. I mean, okay. just based off the Earth of Miller on Justice League, he okay he's 20s. Like in his 20s, yeah, 20s. He's definitely in his twenties. So, he, in other words, he's already he's already got his career established at this point. He's already a detective, you know, all of this stuff. He hasn't had a family, or kids, or anything like that, which he does eventually. So he's more so in his later twenties and early thirties, as far as if you're gonna combine the shows and the and the movies all right now. All right, hear me out. He goes back in time to prevent his mom's murder, right? Okay. What if he goes back in time? He goes back in time to the early nineties. Michael Keaton is currently Batman in the early 90s, as we know, based off of Tim Burton film. I mean, what he, if that's when we see him, what if they use some sort of like de aging thing for Michael Keaton? I mean, to make well, no, it look like they, he's like in the 90s. No, they, they did that for, oh my god, why am I forgetting his name? Uh, Jeff Bridges in Tron. Yes. They did that for Jeff Bridges in Tron. That, that is a complete possibility, but me. I mean, because it's Warner Brothers, actually, that's a huge possibility. If it was Marvel, I would say they'd be a little bit more accurate to some comic stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, if it's Warner but Brothers... Could, but either either way, though, I am stoked to see Michael Keaton be Batman again. I don't care how they do it. Even if he's in it for two minutes out of a three-hour-long movie, that would be the best two minutes of that damn movie, more than more than likely, with especially with how uh, they've been doing stuff lately. Like, in my opinion... Well, Michael Keaton is a fantastic actor. Yeah, you know, and I love he's the. He's an excellent vulture, and, and, and uh, I, he's, he's yeah, I think like, he's a great vulture. I just think that they made him underwhelmed, dude. 
<laughs> my gosh, this guy thinks I hate Michael Keaton as a vulture. No, I don't want them to change the vulture. I just want them to show how powerful Michael Keaton really can be as the vulture. It's one movie. There's more. Yeah, I know. <sighs> we said this possibly. Anyway, so, I do think there's a lot of potential. I'll, I'll be really happy to see Michael Keaton be him again. I just personally think he's going to be Thomas Wayne. If they do go off of the OG Flashpoint Paradox thing, um, and that is why Ben Affleck will still also be Batman as well in the new movie. So, that's at least my opinion of them two and what how that's going to go and how possibly the DC Future U Universe is going to go. But we haven't even talked about the newest Batman yeah, on the we block. Haven't, yeah, we haven't, we haven't spoke... I mean, the trailer I'm, I'm, ta I'm talking about just that part. Yeah. Because, you know, because if they go into the whole multiverse thing, they can go anywhere. But... What do you think about Robert Pattinson becoming Batman? Mr. Twilight. Mr. Vampire sparkles like diamonds in the light. Like, come on. I love it. He's a he's a good actor. Actually, he's a fantastic actor. I think um, Twilight just killed his image. Twilight. To, to a lot of people. Twilight was horrible. No, it was I horrible. I saw the first one. It my was, sister tried to convince me to... It was pretty shitty. My sister tried to convince me to actually watch Twilight. And I was like, why? She's like, do you know how vampires fight in that? And I was like, no. She's like... That's like rip each other into pieces and burn them like it like while they're in pieces in order for them to fully die and all this stuff and like I was like, that's dope. I'm so stoked to see this. Like I want to see some vampires going and ripping each other into bits and lighting them each other on fire like all this other stuff. And it's like, wait, why do you why does your skin sparkle? I'm like, this is the skin of a killer. I was like, no, this is not not what I signed up for. But. And there were six of those movies. But anyway... But, wait, there was there really six? Oh, I think so. No, I, I, I remember there was seeing four. A, I remember seeing the trailer for it every, like, November coming soon. No, I think I think there was three to four. Either, either way, though... That's still three too many. Either way... Right? <laughs> either way... Um, <laughs> I will always Twilight. remember Robert Pattinson as Cedric Diggory. Rest in peace. For, uh, yeah, rest in peace, Cedric Diggory. Yeah, fuck Peter Pettigrew. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited seeing the trailer that dropped, like, damn, almost a month ago. That's crazy. Um, what do you think of the bike? It's dope, bro. Like, to me, everything, we get a, we're getting the younger Bruce Wayne, for one. We're getting, like, a look like a moody Bruce Wayne. So, I mean, with the eyeshadow, and I know people are like, oh, eyeshadow. No, he's, the, he's like, the I don't take no bullshit Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and it's just, I'm excited about that whole movie. I'm excited about Catwoman. I'm excited about the who they have playing Jim Gordon. He's a great actor. I'm a, I'm excited about the quote unquote villain. That's obviously the Riddler, but it's, but they, I think they also have the Penguin in there too. I'm pretty sure Penguin's in it. Now, he may not, ping, well, by he the may way, not be the, his Penguin self, but we know that he's in the movie. But yeah, but we're Oswald. gonna we're, we will have a separate episode on, uh, strictly about Batman villains at one point too. So. Don't worry, we'll go more into all of them and all the different versions. Like, you know, you can even go into the Riddler versus Enigma because the same person, all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But, yeah, yeah. I have I have high hopes for the movies. Now, I have been fooled by trailers before. Man is still trailer number three. Um, but this movie, I, I feel like, like we mentioned earlier, it's like Ben Affleck wrote the script pretty much. So it's, it's still his hands on it. I actually like that Superman movie. The trailer lied to me, man. It lied. I really liked Henry Cavill as the as the Superman. Nothing against him. It's what, everything what, against what the trailer like. It's everything what, against Zack Snyder. Why? What happened? He's like, not a good. He's about? not a good director. Oh no! Yeah, no. Everybody had their hopes up because he was he did shit with the Christian Bale movies, but exactly, and that's why. Trailer... You no, know, Christopher Nolan and Zack Snyder together make an awesome thing. Yes, now, but they gotta be together by themselves. They're just yeah, not the same. Yeah, but I'm excited about the movie. I mean. I know you're pretty excited too. So I, I actually am just because, you know, I always like Batman, um, you know, and I would, you know, and a lot of people are skeptical and I understand, I completely understand, you know, how are you going to, how are you going to like relate to, you know, the Christian Bale Batmans? How can you beat the Michael Keaton Batmans? Even freaking Adam West. And that's what they had to work with at the time. You know, like I get that. I get why people are skeptical about it. And I know that a lot of people know, unfortunately, Robert Pattinson as, you know, uh, a vampire. But it, I know Batman's up at night just like, you know, a vampire is. But he's not a vampire, I'll tell you that right now. But yeah. either way, I do have a lot of hope just because 
of some stuff I've been realizing. I I personally think that DC lately is starting to kind of finally realize they've been screwing the hell up of their past movies, and now they're finally listening to their fans, especially us who do know how a lot of this stuff works out in the comics, and now they're trying to correct it, but they're trying to correct it properly in a comic book version way. Not saying, like, like obviously this wasn't their plan, guys. If Their plan was to make money and... You know, they did whatever the hell they Bro, could. Bro, the just Flash movie was supposed to come out three years ago. <laughs> like, uh, But you know what? He travels through time a lot, so yeah. that's that's a very arguable well, offense. It could come out in, 20, in 2222. Like, I, I don't want to spend... Taking place in this time, but coming out then for us to view now in this time. Man, that's a... I'll just screw your mind up right now. That's how you're copping out for... Warner Brothers. I don't want to rag on them on a Batman episode, but god damn it. Did you forget tra- Warner Brothers did Harry Potter? Yes. Which was fantastic. But they fucked... Did you forget that Warner Brothers still helped do the Christian Bale Batman movies? Okay. Which were fantastic. Well, did you forget that Warner Brothers actually did a lot of really cool time shit? Time out. They just fucked time up in a lot of other let stuff? Let me... We'll, we'll, <laughs> okay. we'll get to right, the I'll Great Dark Knight series in just a bit. Just let me go on this little rat right quick. Oh, yeah. Warner Brothers try to play keep up with Disney and they rushed their entire universe and it fumbled. Now they realize they can't compete with the great Marvel Cinematic Universe. So now they're actually taking their time and doing it right because you all know damn well that they should not have them kick it off their franchise with a Justice League movie as your third movie was wrong. And you know that, Kyle. You know that. I do know that. They, I will not. They, I will they, were trying, they saw the money that Disney was raking. They said, well, we can do that, too. Yeah, you can't do I that. Remember, I remember. You I, did it wrong. I do agree, because I was really pissed off of the Justice League movie. Like and the, for all the viewers, I stopped it. I didn't even finish the movie. <laughs> I watched the movie, and I was even with my friend at the time, who's he's not as big of a fanboy as me with a lot of DC stuff. Like, I'm a big Flash uh, everybody's a big Batman person, but big Flash, big Batman, big, uh, Green Lantern person, even the different variances of them, like, Hal Jordan, Kyle Rayner, my name's Kyle, by the way, um, you know, like, I, I like DC a lot, but, damn it, that movie just sucked, they got it all wrong, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there was actually some hope, too, because, you know, I always have hope because, you know, the Flash provides hope. That's his whole thing. Mm-hmm. For people who don't know. That's just what people know. <laughs> but, for but okay, but with how Wonder Woman was, which was decent, you know, it's worth watching. It's nothing fantastic. Yeah. And same with Aquaman. And then they throw Justice League at you. You're like, okay, these were okay. Like, okay, like, for example, Aquaman versus the first Thor. Well, Aquaman's better, probably. I would say I would rather rewatch Aquaman than the first Thor. But here's the I beef. understand the Thor, but I'm just saying, like, for their first reputable performances for that. But that was after the Justice League movie. I know. That's where they're that. See, thank you, Cal. That's where they fucked up because those movies should have came before. But no, they literally went Man of Steel. Then they're like, but I liked Man of Steel. Okay. But here's the thing. Actually, I thought Man of Steel was one of the better Superman movies we've had since. And it could God have. Knows how and long. It, it, the trilogy could have worked out if they didn't throw away the second one by trying to shove in Batman. Donna Justice. Oh, here's Wonder Woman. We're just going to throw in that movie, too. Movie suck, and it came out the same year as Captain America Civil War. We already know which movie was better. Then Justice League came out the next year. Suck. Suicide Squad. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about it. Because we already know how much that well, yeah, movie Like I said, I just watched that movie to go with Guardians. See, Yeah, so it's kind of like... Just yeah, see the look, movie. Down to Justice, Civil War. Suicide Squad, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's obviously what they were trying to do there. Now, James Gunn has directed Suicide Squad 2. That movie has potential. Why? Because he's the guy that created... Or curated... The Guardians of the Galaxy film franchise. So now they're right. I yep. think they are turning the court. Shazam was solid. Let's see what Black okay, Adam yeah, does. Okay, yeah. Finally, Shazam, yeah. Shazam was by far. But this isn't about the DC yeah, movies. We're, sorry, we're getting okay. carried away. Yeah, we're right. getting carried away. Let's we'll, talk, we'll save it for later. We yeah, got yeah. we got to talk about the Dark Knight, obviously. Because but I do want to say Shazam is by far the best DC movie, hands down, so far. It was fun. I'll, I'll at least just end that right there outside of the good Batman shit back in the day. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we went over Michael Keaton. We went over uh, Christian Bale pretty much. Like, to an extent, no, actually, no, we, let's dive really deep more into that. Yeah, because Christian Bale to me is the GOAT Batman. And the shout GOAT out the Batman. GOAT Batman. And, you know, we brought up, well, you said Warner Brothers did the Dark Knight right. Roll that great man, Christopher Nolan, who 
if you know me knows, he's one of my favorite directors. I think he's the best director of our time. Ooh, Martin Scorsese, you that's... don't count because you're kind of old. I'm talking about young. Like, in the last 20 years or so. Christopher Nolan created you do, something. You don't, you, don't, you don't like uh, What's-His-Face's movies? Um, Django Unchained. Well, Christopher Tarantino is my favorite director, but... He still sort of, he made his first movie in 1991, Reservoir Dogs. Okay, I, I'm about I see what modern. you're saying, but okay, but as far you know, as they're, like they're his still styles. making mo- they're still making movies modernly. Exactly. Like, that's like that's like me arguing Tim or sorry, no, uh, oh my gosh, how am I forgetting the dude who does the music for uh, Tim Burton, Danny, Danny Elfman mm-hmm. versus John Williams, and John Williams is the dude who did the music for Jaws. Harry Potter, Star Wars. Indiana Jones, Star Wars, all that stuff, you know. Duel of Fates. Like, yeah, like, straight up, like, dude, old and new. That's the nice thing. I Thank you so much, by the way, Star Wars, for at least keeping the same freaking composer for your crap. That's the one thing you did right in every single series ever for Star Wars. <laughs> Anyways, by the way. Um, but, yeah, but, like, you know, stuff like that. But that's, that's just the comparison, you know. It's like, John Williams is, like, this vintage dude versus... You know, Danny Elfman, and from, a.k.a. Oingo Boingo, for those who don't know music, because if you know music, you know Oingo Boingo. Do you know Oingo Boingo? I do not. Ryan doesn't know Oingo Boingo. I you don't guys, know You guys music. are allowed to not listen to our podcast from this point on. Anyways. They probably really turned it off. Like, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, anyways, but... But, uh, yeah. It's, but, no, it's it's that, so it doesn't, but, you know, even though you say he's, like, one of the better directors, like, first off, Christian Bale is the opposite of Ben Affleck, in my opinion. Like what I was saying earlier, I don't think he's a very good Bruce Wayne, but I think he is a phenomenal and fantastic, arguably one of the best Batmans. The best we have. Batman we have from his voice. Oh, where's Rachel? From all of that, just Rachel. just just everything. Like, but it's not just him. Cause remember, I said I felt like Ben Affleck was sandbag by Warner Brothers in their writing directions. Kristen Bell had everything go from. He had a great script. He had a great director. Warner Brothers took his nose out of it. And Kristen Bell is also a great actor as well. A great, but he's a uh, dick. He is, but you know what? Sometimes you know what. But you know what? He he did his job right. Yeah, and you can't like from Batman Begins to the Dark Knight Rises to the Dark Knight Rises. To me, that's three solid movies. Honestly, the Dark Knight is the is the with all rewatchable value to it. They're all rewatched. It's just something about the Dark Knight to me. It's just the opening scene with the Joker's bank robbery. It's just you talk about the realism of Batman. The Dark Knight. No, there's two scenes. There's two scenes. It's that, Mm -hmm. and then it's the scene at the very end when Batman captures him and he's hanging the and he's hanging the Joker upside down, Mm -hmm. and Joker's just like. Like, and that is the most truth out of anything the Joker has ever said from any line, anything from any game, any movie, any animated series, any comic is when the Joker is just like, oh, well, you keep, well, you won't kill me because you have your rules mm-hmm. and I won't kill you because, oh, you're just too much fun. Mm-hmm. It's like, that is the truest thing the Joker has ever said ever. Like there has been times in the comics where he has been able to find out where he could have found out Bruce Wayne's identity. Mm-hmm. Like, where people came up and be like, dude, I found out, like, who I can find, like, who Batman is or whatever. Like, you want me to tell you? And he'd be like, no. And he would, like, kill them or whatever. Because he's just like, no, no, no. It has to happen my own way. He has to tell me. He has to do his own thing. Like, yeah. that's the fun of it, of the Joker. That's But that's just how, like, how much Batman stands by his own rules. Yeah. And, you know, but it shows a struggle, and that's the thing. Christian Bale showed the struggle that he had about breaking his own rules. Remember, he was about to do that until Harvey Dent ratted himself exactly. out. Exactly. He was ready to give in. He, he was walking up. Behind. He, was, he was getting ready to walk up. He took that step, like, about to go up and say, I'm Batman. But then Harvey Dent said, no, I'm the Batman. They're just exactly. like, oh, my God. And, but he had the butted chin, so it was very obvious he wasn't. Yeah. So I was confused about that. But either way, I'll but take they it. they believe it. I mean, and then it's just like that whole movie. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like I was watching. Like, I consider The Dark Knight the greatest superhero film of all time. But I also consider Actually, it, I can, I can, I can, I wouldn't, it's hard for me to say which one would be better, but I, I would say it's definitely up there. I also consider one of the greatest films of all time. Like, I feel like it's more than just... A no, every, no everything from the from so from the acting 
to the writing, to the score, Hans to the, Zimmer, to, to the producing, Hans Zimmer, to the soundtrack, Hans Zimmer, every did his single shit. little bit was fantastic. Uh, great, uh, ten out of ten, eleven out of ten. Dude, just every, just, just every scene, the part when the Joker gets himself arrested, uh, just to pre- and he puts oh. the phone inside the MA. It's like my stomach hurts. He say, "Oh, make the pain go away." And just his whole, like, just that whole breakout, and then you have him riding in the police car, just like, like well, dude, it's, it's just like it's that. It's also just like the scenes, the the improvisation they even had with certain stuff. So obviously, I know we went over the how the whole entire scene was done in one cut when the Joker like went to Rachel like at Harvey Dent's like rally or, or whatever or his fundraiser. Or fundraiser. But um, then there's the scene where also uh, Batman. The Joker and Detective Gordon are in uh, the police station, mm-hmm. but Joker doesn't know the Batman's there, and oh, um, and uh, Gordon is like telling the Joker he's just like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right back, and then Joker's like, well, you can do the whole good cop bad cop thing, and by the way, this was totally improvised and completely real, but when Batman goes, because like I guess Heath Ledger told Batman like. Like, straight up hit me. Catch me off guard. Like, do what you have to do. I don't care. And so when Batman goes and grabs his head and slams it on the table. And then even after that, like, you know, the Joker's like, oh, man, it's going to make his head all fuzzy. You know? And then goes and even punches his hand on the table. And for Heath Ledger just kind of look at the hand and just, like, look at Batman. And be like, hmm. Like, that was all real. Like, mm-hmm. like Christian Bale did, sh- like, slam his head on the table and straight up punch his hand with force. And Heath Ledger was just like... Damn. So, I still played off. Didn't even flinch. Like he did. Yeah, like right. Heath Ledger did a great job. But that's the thing. It takes someone, an actor like Christian Bale, to do that. Like a lot of people would be afraid to hurt others. You know, which isn't, uh, which is you know, which is a good thing. You shouldn't ever want to like hurt anybody. But, you know, I think that you know sometimes you know acting can only go so far. But you gotta you gotta take that extra step. And when some were they able to agree with that, like Christian Bale. Like, even though you're a dick a lot of the times in real life and all this other stuff, dude, you deserve a 10 out of 10 yes. Batman. I still I still think Ben Affleck was a slightly better Bruce Wayne. See, but as a whole, as a whole, as I have a to go whole, with no as a whole Christian and Bale. And that's wins. why Ben Affleck well, probably low-key did a wonder. Like, you're telling me because he knew it'll, it'll be like Michael Jordan retired. Hey, hey, you fill in Michael Jordan's shoes. You were a number 23. Bro, that's pressure. How you got to top, how you got to follow up Kristen Bell. How you gotta follow up his Batman voice? Where's Rachel? Where are they? Where are they taking the other shipments? Where's Harvey? You know, <laughs> right? like all of that. I know a lot of people didn't like the voice, but fuck it, I dig it. And then the honestly, t- that was the most realistic way. Unlike in the Green Arrow show, where he uses like a device to make his voice sound really low. It's like, sound of- like I get that, but it's like, dude, what if like there was an EMP and your technology doesn't work uh, or whatever? That, like- that reminds me of Spider Man's. Intimidation voice. Oh, no. Homecoming. <laughs> Dude, that totally... That's exactly what happened. Like, yo, man, I already heard your voice. But, yeah, either way, like... That's, um... That... that It's funny, because we actually called that Far From Home, by the way. I re-listened to it. And oh, yes, we said it was Far From Home when really that scene was from Homecoming. Sorry. Anyways, but... I think he... I, okay, so overall... Batman Begins was great. I loved how serious it was. I loved how Christian Bale was. Um, Liam Neeson, you were actually a really good Ra's right. al Ghul. And I'm saying Ra's al Ghul, because that's the proper way. Ra's al Ghul. And there's also the argument of the League of Shadows versus League of Assassins. I'm not going to get into that. I like the um, League of Shadows. It sounds cool. But League of Shadows League of sounds cool, but the comic book version is League of Assassins. But, um, but yeah, the League of Shadows makes it sound more like they're sneaky as all hell. Yeah. Assassins just makes it sound like we're here to kill. Anyways, Dark Knight... 20 out of 10. 20 out of 10. 20 out of 10. You get 200% the credit. The best performances out of anybody I've seen. Still actually to almost to this day. You know, we're talking something that came out in 2008. So we're talking 12 years later. 12 years. And then The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. To me, the perfect I would say that would, to me, um, would be a good 8 out of 10. I would say 8.5 out of 10. I was thinking 8.52... But you know um, what? First off, okay. First off, Anne Hathaway redeemed Catwoman because I'm not even gonna talk about the other Catwoman uh, individual so, movie. But Anne Hathaway, you were a much better Catwoman. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you didn't have her uh, turn into a cat lady. 
So I appreciate yes, that. Yes, that's corny. Um, and I also, it was pretty smooth on how you turn her goggles into cat ears when they flipped up. Mm-hmm. Whoever costume designer was behind that was did a great job. Now, um, Christian Bale as Batman obviously did a great job in that movie. Um, I feel like that movie could have been better, but it's not Batman's fault. It's none of that's fault. The only reason it could have been better is if Heath Ledger didn't die. Because I would have loved to see the build-up that that movie could have truly created. Because... Out of all three of those uh, Christopher Nolan Batman movies, mm-hmm. if I was to choose one of those Batman movies that didn't age as well, it would have been The Dark Knight Rises. And that's because when I rewatch it, now first off, there's a lot of classic, a lot of perfect lines, everything like The Fire Rises, or like... Bane's you know, breaking Batman's like, back. Yeah, like, uh, like, oh, like what will break first, your spirit or your body? You know, and he just Your snaps body. him. Like, that representation of Bane and his strength was uh, was done great. Like, so don't get me wrong because, it, to me, it's the lowest rated one. But it just, you know, it's, like, it just, like, there are some parts, like, when Batman and Bane fight again at the end and everybody else is fighting around them. Yeah. I could just tell from the scene in the background that it's much more uh, staged. Yeah. You know, like, like that fight scene felt very staged. It didn't feel as real. It didn't feel like the Joker fighting Batman. It didn't feel like Ra's or Ra's al Ghul fighting Batman. It didn't feel like that. It definitely felt a lot more staged. It felt more like Tobey Maguire's Kung Fu fighting as uh, as Spider-Man in the first one. However, the, but we're talking a huge... Like, we're talking almost a 10-year difference between those movies. Almost. Yeah. Either, either way, though, I was, it was great. I will say The Dark Knight Rises suffers from seems like it was kind of rushed from when he fell into the pit to but the thing is they did they did have that whole entire script written yeah and then Heath Ledger died and then they had to rewrite it and then direct it and then produce it and make the whole movie so and then I were, get and, it and I they do weren't get even it. sure if they wanted Bane because I remember the rumors at the time was they were eyeing Leonardo DiCaprio for uh the Riddler, because as you know, he didn't. He well, did, I, um, I heard that it was Johnny Depp as the Riddler. No, I heard it was Leonardo DiCaprio, because keep in mind, they did Inception. He did Inception with Christopher Nolan, so they worked together. I would have loved to see that. And there, well, there, if Heath Ledger is yeah, still coming back, and, though, as yeah, the Joker. And, and there so. were talks, like, I remember, like, around 2010-ish, because we'll count 2012. So, like, it was, keep in mind, there was a four-year gap between... The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises. Usually Compared you get, to a three-year yeah, gap usually it's from like two or three years. And, yeah, so yeah. there was like a significant gap where I was just, I remember all these, because everybody, it was probably like one of the most hyped movies. Everyone was just excited. It was like, it's going to be the, 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 they said, oh, Bane, Bane's really cool. But it, it, it was kind of rushed um, towards the part where he fell to the pit. He came out of the pit. The whole, all oh, your Ra's al Ghul's daughter. That was kind of like, eh. Yeah. So, I mean, it does kind of, it's one of those movies that were building up at this peak they, when he got his back broken, and after that, it was just like zoom, yeah, but they like just, rushed. I mean, I get it because they did work with what they had and stuff like that. Yes. Okay, but um, because we are coming to a close in this episode soon, there's a couple things we still need to go over. So, well, okay, real fast, we'll we'll go over the the the, the so um, what do you feel about the like voice acting for animated series stuff, all that and everything. Now, here's the thing. So, just like for the Joker and animated stuff, they had a lot of the same voice actors for Batman's for games, TV shows, all that stuff. So, who was one of your favorites? Um, I like Will Arnett. Uh, okay, I know you haven't seen the Lego Batman movie, but I feel no, like no, but he... he was the same voice actor for Batman though in the Lego movie though. Yeah, he was. He so... was. He was, and I did like him. And it's funny because whenever. Like, Will Arnett, whenever I see him in other movies, he just does not play a character like that. Exactly. <laughs> so, I feel like he does... I feel like, like, I remember from, what is it, that ice skating movie with Will Ferrell, where, like... Oh, with, uh, and that other dude, Blades, Blades of, of Glory. Glory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Blades of Glory. Like, I think of that, I'm just like, this dude with his sister? But that's the movie, not real life. But, yeah, like, but either way, it's, um, like, you know, that's what I think. But he did do a good Batman. Yeah. By the way, the Lego movie was great for everybody. I'm sorry, I haven't seen Lego Batman. I'll watch it after this. You need to ASAP. I will. Or what about you? Okay, um, so my favorite, which is actually what I uh, why I brought the name up earlier before, like before the podcast, was actually um one of my favorites. I'm gonna get a lot of hate for this. Is Roger Craig Smith. And for those of you who have played the Arkham series games, you know Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Origins, Arkham Knight. 
they all had Kevin Conroy except for Arkham Origins, which was Roger Craig Smith. Now, I loved Roger Craig Smith actually in Arkham Origins. Um, I wouldn't say he is better than Kevin Conroy, um, but I can't say he's worse than Kevin Conroy. I like as a Batman voice actor. Like a lot of people were upset because you know that was the time when Heath Ledger. Or sorry, not Heath Ledger. When um. Oh my god, why am I blinking on the name right now, dude? Oh, who's Mark that? Hamill. Mark Hamill. Yeah. As the Joker was, uh, you know, kind of like, you know, you know, where he was, uh, that's where he was saying like, hey guys, he's done the Joker for years, he's kind of done being the Joker, so on and so forth. He'll only do it in The Killing Joke, which, do not watch the animated movie. It sucks. Read the comics. Like, the, the, the animated movie is like a 1 out of 10. The comics is a, a 20 out of 10. But, um... But, like, you know, I feel like he was just as good as Kevin Conroy. Everybody loves Kevin Conroy. And Kevin Conroy has actually done a lot of voice acting besides the... Like, as Batman, uh, besides the, um... Sh- uh, you know, series as, uh, for the games. He's done a lot of voice acting for for a lot of the animated stuff and everything mm-hmm. like that in the past. But I have to say, Roger Craig Smith was a pretty good voice actor. I really did like him. He had that OG, that older finesse tone... To Bruce, Bruce Wayne's voice, like it wasn't as modernized, so but like the 1950s. I liked it. Yeah. So I was, I was like, Frank Sinatra was talking. Yeah, but he did not. Yeah, but he definitely wasn't a wasn't an. Adam That's West. a fantastic um, game series, by the way. Yeah. Uh, just the whole Arkham series, all of them. Like, I freaking love it. Um, a little funny. So Warner Brothers, you do a good job at your games when it comes yes. to fighting. Okay, wait till the next one comes out next year on next gen consoles. So should be really sweet. Or PC. Master Race. I guess. <laughs> Anyways, but that's how I feel about that. But we'll, okay, we'll tackle one last thing before we end this episode. Okay. All right. We already said what... Co- okay, I think we all agree what costume we hate the most. Bat nipples. Hey, you know what? <laughs> it's, it's a shame that we have to end this episode talking about Batman's nipples, but my God. I mean, well, who who puts, who thinks of... Hey, you know what this suit needs? Nipples. Not, it's, it, it's not even Batman's nipples sticking out the costume. Nipples are actually on it. Yeah. Is he breastfeeding Robin? Like I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go order a pizza, take some pepperonis off, and just put them on your shirt. But you know what's crazy is that that suit had way more detail. <laughs> like it was just nimble. It had the areola, it had the chin, it had everything. It was just like, erotica. Like, damn, erotica. That's what it was. Yeah, it's like it's like straight up. Uh, it was body paint. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mystique. It was, but mystique nipples didn't even show that hard. Well, no, but that's because they were smart, hurt. and and she's hot, but. Um, if you have ever seen her without the Mystique shit, she's hot. Well, which one? Jennifer Lawrence or the, old, the original one? Original. Oh, I don't even know what she looks like. She's a model. IRL. I don't know who that is. Oh, dude, you gotta look it up. Wait, have you not seen, have you seen X-Men 3? When she, like, took the serum and, like, went in? Oh, she went normal? Yeah. Bro, I try to forget that third movie. Okay, I understand that. Anyways, this isn't about that. But either way, um, so that was the by far the worst costume. Now... I don't know if we really tackled your opinion of the best costume, because I know I said, and I didn't well, yeah, even I say said, mine was my was the best. Well, yeah, I said the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises one, which is currently the, the final oh, suit yeah. of the Nolan trilogy. You said it was the cheating Ben. Okay, so one. you know which one I actually really, really liked. Um, was uh, the Tim Burton one. It's classy. It is. It's classic. It's not the Adam West like spandex like you made out of bed sheets thing yeah. it was the perfect bridge between the more armored looking suits we have now yeah between the spandex stuff so in a realistic standpoint if you're gonna go out there and fight without any superpowers and you need to move around but have some protection mm-hmm. i feel like that was a good way to go yeah yeah so and, and, i would, I would and, that is my that would i would say is my favorite i know we talked about the ben affleck one all that other stuff and everything like be sure it was an iconic um, costume. I remember there's pictures of my older brother. He was Batman, like in 1991. Same costume, man. Just black with the gold Batman look, which is all shiny. It was and more of like that, and it was also more of like a, 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 a leather or like rubber, yeah, like a thick like suit kind of a thing. And you there know? wasn't nipples on it. And there was <laughs> there was not nipples on that. And all of you better remember because you're not looking at damn nipples. You're looking at that motherfucking Batman logo. Because you know what the hell that motherfucker is representing. Yes. He will fuck you up. Even if you're jaywalking. You broke a crime. He will fuck you up. 
He will hang you upside down until you beg, and then he will still... If you get a speeding ticket... Though, if you're speeding, he'll stop you. Why? Because Batman... Needs your car, and it takes the car to go find something. You know, you know, (laughs) needs to go to the store. But, alright, ladies and gentlemen, that, I think, will end it for right now for the Batman stuff. We, like I said, we will definitely have another episode when it comes to the Batman villains. We're going to dive more into that, you know... Uh, we already know we did a, an episode about the Joker, so we'll try not to talk about him too much in it. But, you know, there's still the Penguin, there's Mr. Freeze, and I'm talking outside of Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze. You know, there's the Riddler, but also there's the Riddler as Enigma before he was the Riddler. You know, there's a lot to go with Poison Ivy. I mean, come on, bring it. We're forgetting it. You know, feel free to let us know. You guys know our email. That is thegrayzonerk at gmail.com. Don't you ever forget it. Um, feel free to let us know. We want to hear your feedback, but this is the gray zone here and out.